Hello and welcome to the Just Keep Thriving podcast. This is the podcast helping you step into your power by owning your expertise, fully embodying your mission, and rising to the next level of entrepreneurship to help the world thrive while you create your massive impact and, of course, your income. I'm beyond excited to have you here, so let's dive into today's episode. Hello, lovely humans, and welcome back to the podcast. I have tried to re-record this intro. We're going on the fifth time here. I'm like choking on bread or something, and I've tried to drink water. <laughs> I've coughed a bunch, and I don't I don't know how to make it go away, but we're just going to do the unsexy way of podcasting with Johnny, like trying not to cough the whole time, but I swear I don't have the runes to my knowledge. Um... But yeah, today we're going to talk really briefly about how to get more of the right eyes on your products, how to get more people engaged with you, how to get more trust from people, and how to really stand out in the coaching field, right? Because it can be so easy to just feel like everybody else is doing it because you're in like a coaching bubble of people that do the same thing as you or who you look up to. So automatically you say, oh, well, those people are better than me. Why would anybody actually pay me for it? Right. And we end up in this place of just a lack mindset instead of owning our message, owning the thing that we actually came onto this earth um, and our business and all of those things to actually provide and to actually help people shift in their lives. And so at the core of marketing, There has to be a story. There has to be a brand story, a brand message that just resonates with you so, so, so deeply, that resonates with your ideal client so deeply in order to actually attract the right people to your page. And so above all, you have to be clear. Excuse me, we're just going to do the thing with my voice being all messed up and with me coughing, but we have to be clear on our messaging and what the message is behind our brand. And so this is the first step that we do in my group coaching program, Rise and Thrive, which is aimed to help the beginner entrepreneur (coughs) develop a brand message, develop a brand based off of their experiences, develop products that really, really, really are out there to change people's lives. Because you came into this field, you came into online entrepreneurship in order or are interested in it because you struggled with something, right? You struggled with something that you know other people struggle with because we're not the only people who struggle with the things we struggle with and you've overcome it and you're here to help other people overcome it and you see the flaws in other people's systems, right? And so that's what Rise and Thrive is aimed to do. It is a year-long mentorship program helping you, the beginner entrepreneur, who's making less than 5k per month really, really, really scale and skyrocket their business to 5, 10, 15k plus months. That's why we have a year-long container. And the first step is what we're going to go over today, which is messaging. So wherever you are, it's always really important to remember messaging is key. And so Rise and Thrive is open until the end of this month. We already have, I think, five or six spots taken right now. And we have a bunch of sales calls set up, lots of interest. So we are capping it out. 
for the amount of people that we have. So if you're interested, uh, click the link down below or the link in my bio at Johnny underscore Agresta, or you could just DM me, <clears throat> apply to the program. All of the pricing is there. All the information is there. Everything that you need. But with that being said, let's get into how do we develop this message. And what I'm going to do on this podcast is take you guys through how I did it with my Thrive at Every Size, <clears throat> my Thrive at Every Size uh, business, my Thrive at Every Size brand that we are building because I'm literally taking my Rise and Thrive process and repeating it um, for this new brand. So it's actually really, really exciting to be going through it with those of you who are actually um, going to be in, uh, enrolling in Rise and Thrive. And so with Thrive at Every Size, the messaging... <clears throat> is essentially that your body can thrive at any size that it's at. We don't have to force it to be smaller. We don't have to force it to be something that it's not. But what we do get to do is take care of it in a way that helps us thrive. Everything at the core of what I teach <clears throat> as a dietitian, even as a business coach, is thriving because that that concept, that word is just really, really, really important to me, right? And I've talked about um, this on another podcast on when I shifted the name of my podcast from the thriving entre- no the thriving health professional to the just keep thriving entrepreneur right so definitely go and check that out for more information on it but essentially your messaging gets to be the thing at the core that you want to help people do that you want to help people solve in their lives. And so for me, what it means to me to thrive, right, is to really take care of myself, to really honor my body, respect my energy, nourish myself, love myself, right? Have a business, have a life, have friends, have a social support system that really, really enhances that thriving feeling. And so what I see in health, and this is where I came up with the messaging for Thrive at Every Size, um, or Eleni and I did my sister, who's a part of the brand, we basically summed up our entire life and said, what was the thing that was missing? Oh, it was self-love, because every single day we woke up and we shit on ourselves. Every single day we thought we needed to be somebody that we weren't. Every single day... We woke up and thought about weight loss, became so obsessed with weight loss because of society's obsession with it, because of our family's obsession with it, because that's the thing that we were taught to think about and talk about. And we just saw this pattern repeat in a lot of our clients and a lot of other people. And we really, really made the mission to help solve that problem, help solve the obsession with weight loss and start Um, having people obsessed about loving themselves, like truly loving themselves. Not like, let me get my hair done and my nails done, which are all great. Fun fact, I'm getting my nails done this Thursday for the first time since COVID, but um, those are great. But like at the core of self-love is what do we tell ourselves, you know, when no one else is around? What are we thinking about ourselves internally, right? That we aren't sharing with other people. What are the stories that we have in our head it's also how can we respect our energy and honor our bodies over forcing it to do something that it's not like wanting to do, kind of like me talking right now, which my body is not wanting to do, but we're going to go through that. Um, But yeah, so when it comes to your messaging, this needs to be plastered 
or like I like to say, like just vomited all over your Instagram, vomited all over your pictures, vomited all over your stories, your speech, your life essentially. Because when we talk about building a personal brand, yes, we get to build out our brand pillars. Yes, we get to get clear on the types of content that we want to put out there. But ultimately, those types of contents, those brand pillars really are just representing you right? Representing your thoughts, representing your habits, representing what you stand for. So at the core of everything, your ideal client, your Instagram content, you have to know your messaging. So what is that thing that really lights you up, that gives you that sweaty armpit? And then when you write that down, when you write that statement down or that thought down or the thoughts that come to your mind down, when you look at your Instagram, is it there? Is it in your content? Is it evident to your ideal client? Because most business coaches focus on curating your ideal client, but then forget about the messaging behind the actual content, right? And most business coaches just say, oh, here, go do market research, solve the thing that your ideal clients want. But at the core, they're probably not coming to you and telling them, telling you their actual like deep-rooted struggles, because it's hard to get that in a market research, you know, statement if that's the way that you're going about creating content. And so, yes, market research is great, but what's even more important is do you feel the things that you're sharing? Do you feel the things that you're saying? Whether you're a financial coach, you sell cookies, you uh, you know, help people whatever lose weight, whatever the things are. It's really, 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 you sell sunglasses, whatever it is, you have to have that story, you have to have that excitement because you're solving a problem in the world and it has to be out there. Which brings me to my next point is having an aspect of storytelling is key. And storytelling, not that it's just like a blanket statement of a story of what you do with your clients or the time you you struggled to lose 15 pounds, but like deep, 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 vulnerable things. Now you can get as vulnerable or not as vulnerable as you want, but I recommend if you're comfortable getting super vulnerable because that's when people relate to you and you're going to trigger people and that's okay. For example, in my Thrive at Every Size, I was writing, um, or my Instagram for Thrive at Every Size, I was writing content this morning and I was basically like talking about how my parents and how my family imprinted excuse me, imprinted this idea that I was not good enough if I gained weight because of how diet obsessed they were and how much of a focus they had on it. And like, even if you want to speak, even if you are the health professional and they're talking about a diet, like you don't have a say, like everything is literally just what they know and diets, 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 diets. And so, or what they heard on like the latest you know, research that was really fucking biased that Dr. Oz, you know, created and spoke about, right? So I was writing it and I was like, fuck, am I going to like hurt my parents or my mom rather because my dad doesn't really read this. And also it wasn't him that actually contributed to this. It was more like my mom's side. I was like, fuck, am I going to hurt her? Because she legitimately didn't realize what she was doing. She didn't really understand that enrolling me and my sister at a gym at ages, I don't know, six, uh, 14 and 16 was not healthy, that putting a 16-year-old in Weight Watchers was going to result in disordered eating behaviors and self-hatred and like it just was not a good community for a 16-year-old 
to be in <clears throat> with a bunch of adults, right? And all of these other things that she didn't know was, was really fucking us up. She didn't intend for that, right? Nobody intends for that unless you're just a douche, which I don't believe anybody actually is a douche in the world. I think people just struggle. And so I was writing these and I'm like, shit, is my mom going to text me like, hey, how dare you like shit on me or say these things? Like, I didn't do that. I didn't know what I was doing. Don't, don't twist it that way. And then I was like, she might. And my truth is still my truth. My truth is that the behaviors that you encouraged me to have messed with my self-image and your statements towards body weight, your own body, all of these things really messed with my um, self-confidence. And I had body dysmorphia for a very, very long time. I got really obsessed with the gym for a very long time, macro counting, obsessing about all of those things. And it just wasn't healthy. And so I was like, sure, it might trigger her and I might get a text message, but I'm here to help people. And if I don't say this, other people aren't going to realize that the behaviors that are ingrained in them aren't actually who they truly are. And then we constantly have a choice to really find who we are, to really understand what it is that impacts us as a human. And that's all very individualized, right? Everybody's own childhood experiences really impact us. And so my goal with Thrive at Every Size is to really help people see that and help people restructure that because dieting does absolutely nothing for anybody long-term other than like really hurt us (laughs) scientifically in research as well as in terms of our mental health. Constantly, Constantly living in that state of lack, constantly living in that place of I can't have this or I didn't do good enough today is really, really, really detrimental. And I'm very, very aware and conscious of what that's done for me um, in my life. And I've had to work really hard to undo it. So I'm here to help other people do that. I'm here to help other people understand that they can thrive in their current body. I'm here to educate people on what nourishment really feels like and how to listen to their body and do that from an internal place, not a low-carb diet, not a meal plan, not a macro plan. It's just not me. If that's you, that's beautiful. It's just not me, right? So we can sit here and we can tell the stories of, oh, when I struggle to feel comfortable in my body versus, hey, growing up, my family used to talk about dieting consistently. And as a result of that, I grew up as a normal weight child thinking I constantly wasn't good enough because I had to lose more weight and I restricted myself and constantly replayed these stories in my head And then I would end up binging and then I would go down this negative spiral of I'm not good enough. Then it impacted my sex life then it impacted my my relationship and all of these things. And so it goes way deeper than just not feeling comfortable in your body because your pants were too tight. Right. That's a thing. But get bigger pants. (laughs) The things that we're telling ourselves are the issue. Right. And so this is my messaging that I'm putting out there. And so it's going to trigger people. People are 100 percent going to fucking disagree with it. I have very close friends of mine that literally preach the exact opposite and like actually really shit on my messaging just as much as I shit on their messaging. And it's all fine. It's not a personal thing. I can still love that friend. I can still love that family member and have them disagree with me. I'm not here to please everybody. I'm here to help the population that I know needs help. It's not going to be everyone. Do I think that at the core, everybody has been impacted by the diet industry? A hundred percent. Unless like you live in under a damn rock. But is everybody at the awareness level that I'm at? No, but I'm here to help the people who are and who need that help to get out of that cycle.
of body hatred and constantly changing their body, constantly feeling like they're not good enough and really like live their fucking life and thrive, right? So that's my messaging in a nutshell. That's where I came up with it. And when it comes to storytelling, going deeper than just the like, oh, I was uncomfortable in my body until I lost the 15 pounds is really important because people's mental health needs to be taken into account, right? And I have clients who work with people um, without medication, help heal their diabetes, help heal their anxiety without any medication. Beautiful. That's a thing. Do I also have clients that I've worked with who actually promote medication? A hundred percent. And the thing is, you can't be scared to like piss people off and not put your messaging out there. The goal actually is to piss some people off. <laughs> your messaging should piss somebody off because it should disagree with their strong, their core belief, their truth. And so when you're looking at your Instagram and you're comparing your messaging, is it evident what the deep stories are? I can't tell you that, like, I can't stress this enough to go deeper, 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 deeper into your experience, into your life, into your stories, and then express it on Instagram. That's the reason why people buy from you, because there's how many other people doing the thing that you're doing, right? Why are they going to choose you? It's because they're going to resonate with your story. I've been talking about sex a lot as one of my pillars recently. I just decided like, hey, this is, it's time to bring this shit back because I love talking about sex and we've been having a lot of sex and it's been really great. And I want to share how important that is to my message of thriving. Right? And I'm, I wrote a post the other day, your bank account is just as important as your sex life. And like, I remember posting it and I was like, I was at a bar and I was like, huh, should I take that shit down? Is this even true? Oh my goodness. But what if it's not? What if people don't think it's as important as their bank account? What if their bank account is way more important than their sex life? And I just started going through this like spiral of like doubt. And I was like, fuck this. This is my truth. And people are going to disagree with it. And that's fine. And I had some people comment and say, hey, like that's actually just not a priority for me right now. My bank account is. And I was like, that's beautiful. You're, you, you're entitled to your truth. And then I had a, a lot of people who said, hey, like, thank you so much for promoting a healthy sex life and a lot of sex because it, it can be so easy to just go about life, go about day, feel all fucking stressed, not have sex, and then like wake up and do it again the next day. And a healthy sex life is really important to mental health, fucking to physical health. Oh my goodness, to your relationship, right? And it just gives you this thriving feeling. <laughs> And it's really important for me to have it because I know for me that when I don't have it and I don't have it a lot, which is like three, four five times a week, I really am not as happy. Not that my happiness de like depends on that. I'm happy in a lot of other ways, but it's not the same internal feeling. It's not the same excitement. It's not the same like lightness that I kind of feel that comes with being really intimate with my husband. And so that's my truth. Is it going to piss people off? Yes. And in fact, the post did really fucking well. And I was super happy about it. <laughs> I was super happy. It resonated. It was one of my like best performing posts, right? So we can sit there and hide behind the things that we actually want to share or the things that are really important to us or the things that we are told are too taboo, or we can actually put them out there and attract the right clients who have the same values, who need the actual help that we are putting out there, who actually resonate with our messaging. But if you're trying to make like a vanilla type message, just to kind of blend in because it's easier to write that than something as bold as sex or something as bold as hey, I don't fucking believe in macro counting, whatever the things are, it's really important for you to look at why. What parts of you are silencing that? Why? Who are you trying to please? 
you know, and when we don't speak our truth, that's when our messaging is incohesive. That's when our messaging gets all kind of like wonky. That's when we don't actually um, attract people. And for me throughout this year, I've kind of gone back and forth between my messaging. In the beginning of the year, I was selling kind of what I'm selling now, which is helping health coaches sell deeper than just weight loss and macro counting. And then I was at um, a meeting with one of my coaches and I like presented that and I was like, hey, like I really, really want to continue focusing on um, like a really big pain point of my ideal client. And one of the reasons why they come to me is because they really struggle with selling something deeper. They want to sell the deeper transformation versus just the external. And uh, one of my coaches was just like, "Um, I don't think that that's really important to your ideal client. And like, I fed into that versus listening to what I know to be true, which is that's like the actual person that I work with and that's who I attract. And so for part of the year, I ditched that messaging and I really just struggled. I struggled to write content. I struggled to feel really good. I struggled to really attract the right clients. I struggled to attract any clients, honestly, like we've grown and stuff like that, but because the messaging was off, because I wasn't speaking my truth, it wasn't coming off as well. And we didn't grow as much as I had predicted. And so Having that messaging, guys, is so, so, so key. So I don't care what the problem is that you solve, even if you fucking cut grass. Like, what is the message behind why it's important for you? What's unique about your messaging, about your story, about your product, about who you are? Sell who you are and people will come for your product. But if you start, if you continuously just try and sell the actual solution and not stick really, really, really strongly to your messaging... You're going to miss the connection piece that leads to sales. And so when we, when we talk about converting clients, when we talk about converting leads, when we talk about really getting clear on what the messaging is that needs to be out there, it's really important for you to look at all of these aspects and really question yourself. What's preventing you from speaking that? Who are you trying to please? And is that in line with your mission? Now, I'm not saying go out there and shit on people and call people out. I think that that is an awful thing. I know business coaches who do that. I know other coaches who do that. And I frankly unfollow them because I'm not here to promote anybody who's shitting on somebody directly. If you disagree with what they're doing, you can talk about the concept. But I don't think anybody should ever call somebody's name out and shame them on social media. That's a form of bullying. And I think that is an awful way to go about business. <laughs> it's an awful way to go about um, promoting yourself. And yeah, I just you can disagree with somebody and then fucking mute them if you don't want to hear their shit. You don't need to call people out. But that's a side note. Um, but I'm not saying like, say, my mom was a dick to me and blah, blah, blah. But say your experience. Your experience matters. Your experience is a thing that's going to help somebody connect to you and heal. And so stop hiding behind that. Which brings me to my next point, which is putting your mark in the sand or like drawing your mark in the sand or whatever it's called. It is so, so, so important for you to speak out against why you don't use other methods. Again, you don't have to, um, you know, shit on anybody directly. But why don't you recommend Weight Watchers? Why don't you recommend that certain style of um, weightlifting? Why don't you recommend that certain, you know, method of whatever? You have a reason. And if your client, your ideal client's trying that, then you need to speak about it. It also helps people think in a different way. One of the main ways that I help my clients is whether it's in coaching, whether it's on this podcast, whether it's in content, is I help people think in a way that they weren't thinking before. And that's why they come to me. 
Not because like I have all of the answers. I don't. I have a lot of answers, but I don't have every answer to anything. <laughs> but um, I help people think in a different way that they wouldn't have thought before. And it's not an easy skill to, to have and be able to word your thoughts in a way in question. It does take time, but I encourage you to challenge yourself. I encourage you to challenge yourself at the end of your next post instead of writing like, comment below if you're ready to do this, which is all fine if that works for you. Um, but challenge them to think differently. Challenge them to adopt a new behavior, adopt a new um, thought pattern, adopt a new self-belief pattern. I don't care if it's not as good for the Instagram algorithm if people don't comment as much, but is it converting is the question. I can't tell you how many posts I've put out thinking that it had an epic CTA and then didn't get anybody to comment below. And then um, I still sign clients. Or I don't put a CTA at all and I just put a CTA of like, hey, question yourself here. I still consider that a CTA. And people start thinking in a different way. And people love to be challenged, even in health. They love to be challenged because then you're going to start shifting the paradigm. You're going to start shifting the focus from what everybody's trying to your method, which your method is special. Your, me your method deserves to help people. But if they can't think a different way and you're not challenging them to really look and reflect then they're not going to actually do your program or the other methods that they're trying because they have no reason to, right? So it's up to you as the expert of your methodology to really, to really own it and to really help people um, see and embody like what, what they can do because people are fucking strong. We have given our power away to so many different fucking things. And then we also give a lot of power to the negative thoughts in our head and the things telling us that we can't do something and the things telling us that, oh, we're just stuck and this is the way that life has to be and all of these things instead of actually taking action. And so the goal with your content, the goal with your messaging, the goal with your marketing, whether it's on stories, podcasts, blogs, uh, content, whatever it is, is to help people think in a different way, to help challenge them. So they stop believing that they have to continue on with their current reality and that they can actually see something different. And that is going to come with your program. Right? And then the last thing is engagement. The last thing I wanted to talk about today was engagement with you guys. And so engagement for Instagram, engagement for content in general, can be anything from people DMing you, saying, Hey, oh my goodness, I love that so much. Thank you so, so, so much. I love starting my day with you. You know, or like, oh my goodness, I resonated with that story so much. Thank you. Right? To me, that means way more than getting a certain amount of likes or comments on my post. Yes, comments and posts, uh, comments and likes help and saves help and shares help. But for me, when somebody messages me and says, Johnny, that helped me so much, or oh my goodness, were you in my head? Or oh my goodness, how do you always have the right thing for me to say? Whether they're paying me now, or they've paid me in the past, or they aren't paying me whatsoever, like I just love that because that means I said something that helped somebody. right? And so when we think about engagement, yes, the vanity metrics can be important. But at the core the human connection between your content and people um, resonating with it and people messaging you 
is way more fucking important than, than the amount of likes that you have or the amount of saves or shares. Yes, that can help because it'll increase eyes and stuff like that and it'll show your post to more people. But it does not mean the same thing as somebody trusting you enough, somebody hearing something so deeply that resonates with them. That's not a sentence. I'm just going to go with it. But um, <laughs> that they message you and say, hey, Johnny, you're a random human on the internet, but thank you so much for everything that you do because it really fucking helps me. And then the question I usually get becomes, okay, well, how do I turn that into a client? How do I get, I got this question the other day in Rise and Thrive and they were like, how do I get out of the friend zone? I was like, well, what's wrong with the friend zone? Right? The first people that we ever start to coach are friends and family and old coworkers. Right? So why do we treat Instagram any differently? Why do we treat our clients any differently? Now, if you have a barrier where you don't want to, or a boundary where you don't want to be friends with your clients, that's perfectly fine. But I can tell you from experience, the people who I love to work with are people that I would actually chill with. <laughs> and so having that is really, really, really important. For me, at least, and it's part of my values, I wouldn't take on a client who I wouldn't actually chill with and like, you know, vibe with and stuff like that. And so it's not about getting out of the friend zone. It's about having enough touch points to engage with that person. Having enough content that goes out there, having enough storytelling, having enough strategy, having enough masterclasses, having enough lives, having enough stories, podcasts, blogs, whatever the things are, YouTube videos, having enough touch points to the point at which they're absorbing so much of your free content that they get to a point where they're like, hey, I'm doing some stuff on my own, but Johnny's that answer. That's the goal of everything. Or if you get everything for free from me and you don't actually need my help and you're literally getting everything you need from me personally, beautiful, please don't pay me. I don't want, like if there's nothing I can teach you, right? You guys hear me preach, just preach, just preach this. So making sure that you're not worried about not being in the friend zone, that you're not worried about, oh, I only got five likes or 20 likes or 50 likes, whereas normally I get, you know, double or triple. And focusing on the quality of the actual connection is the goal. Because when somebody feels connected enough to message you or tech or, you know, DM you or comment saying thank you or something like that, like that's really important. That's really sacred. That's really special. And so the minute we start to value that, the minute that engagement itself, which the goal of engagement is to get clients, right? So that's when we get clients and we stop focusing on the vanity shit because that stuff is not the things that actually are going to make you sign clients, right? So I hope that that was super, super helpful um, in terms of how to actually get more people onto your Instagram, more people, more of the right eyes, um, engaged with your content, more of the like actual connection, not just vanity metrics to at least allow us to turn random humans into paying clients now and also in the future. Remember, every connection you make is a connection for your business. And every connection can lead to a sale. Maybe it's their friend. Maybe it's them. Maybe it's in the future. Maybe it's 10 years from now, five years from now. But the point is to build enough connections like this so that you constantly have leads. And that's what's most, most, most important. And then continuing to serve from that message and really, really, really being bold with it. So I'd love for you guys to DM me and let me know what your 
favorite aspect of this was or even what your messaging is i would love 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 to hear and support um and if you guys are in the beginning stages of your business you have a few weeks left or one week left something like that to apply and join to rise and thrive um we are going to be launching it again in about six to seven months um that is an official actual thing because we're only launching it two times a year now we have finalized that um just because the nature of the program it's going to be super 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 hands-on from us and we cannot take a lot of people throughout the year into it especially because it's a year-long program so if you guys are interested in it do not wait um link is down below dm me if you have any questions and i will see you guys in the next episode